Hi everyone, welcome to She Can STEM. Today I'm here with Miss Grace Johnson. She is a graduate student in biology at MIT. She researches bacteria, focusing on learning about differences between diverse species of bacteria. She first became interested in scientific research in high school when one of her teachers gave her the opportunity to work in a lab at the New York Botanical Gardens. Since that first day in the lab, Grace knew she wanted to be a scientist. All right. Hi, Miss Grace. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what sparked your interest in the STEM field? I had a lot of really great uh, STEM teachers who uh, really got me interested in um, in a lot of different areas of science. Um, but what really sparked my interest in pursuing STEM as a career and and you know actually doing scientific research and becoming a scientist. Um, was um, a specific high school teacher that I had who was able to connect me with um, scientists in the area um, to uh, work with them um, and get get an introduction to what scientific research is all about. Um, and I had never really met a, a scientist before that. And so that was really eye-opening for me and really um, made me want to pursue a career in science. That's awesome. Quite different. Um, I think I was, I was really lucky the first, um, when I was in high school and my, my teacher connected me with um, this uh, lab um, that was near where I lived. Um, one of the things that was, I didn't realize it at the time, but that was really unique about that lab was that everyone in, yeah, I think all of the um, scientists in the lab happened to be women. And so it was really easy for me to see these people as role models and say, okay, um, these are people that I identify with. And uh, if they can do this, I, I can do this too. Um, and that ho hasn't always been the case, but it was, I think it was really important that that was the first, my first kind of introduction. And I've always been able to kind of carry that with me. Um, even in cases where uh, I don't necessarily, <laughs> I, I'm sometimes the only woman in the room. Um, the scenario you talked about where you were like one of many women and you had a lot of role models, would you say that like increased your confidence as a woman in the STEM field? Yeah, I think it's really important to be able to see role models that, that you identify with, um, to know that, um, or to feel more confident that, that this is something that you, that you can do. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's and it's definitely been something. I think I think one of the the, the potentially hard things about uh, a lot of different careers, but especially in science, is is being confident with your ideas and and being able to um, speak up when you have an idea um, and not be afraid to be wrong because a lot of times we're wrong. That's like a big part of it. Um, and that's something that I'm still working on. Um, but uh, encouragement from different role models has helped me to continue to work on that. Um, but it's been a long process. <laughs> so, you know, it's something I'll probably be working on for the rest of my life. That's amazing. That's so inspiring. Um, what do you think is the biggest cause of the gender gap in the STEM field right now? And how do you think we should combat this? In the it's interesting when you think about at least the field that I'm in, uh, which is biology, um, 
in college, it's pretty evenly split between men and women who are studying biology in college. And in, when you get to grad school, it's also still pretty even split. Um, but then as you continue along uh, to like higher and higher levels in the field, that's when you, this gender gap becomes a lot more noticeable. Um, and so it's not an issue with, at least in biology, I think other fields of STEM have, have issues um, uh, like getting women into the field, but at least in my field, it's not an issue of getting women into the field, but there's, there's some reason that, that people are leaving and not deciding to like continue on um, in this field. Um, one um, issue that I've seen a lot of, or that, that I've seen that is like affects a lot of the women in our department is um, uh, how childcare works. Um, and, and that's obviously we've come a long way in terms of making uh, the responsibilities of raising children more equitable between men and women. But I think a lot of the labor does tend to still fall on women and universities often just don't provide resources to help young women who are in science who might have kids um, find childcare for kids and, and resources that they need to have this demanding career uh, as well as have a family. Um, and I think that that's something that uh, younger scientists might see and say, okay, maybe this, I'm not going to be able to, to balance this. Um, and so I think that institutions can do a lot better um, in trying to provide those resources. Um, and that's just something I've seen with um, other women who are also mothers in the field. Um, that I think there's a lot of work to be done in that area, but I think that that's just one facet because obviously not all women scientists want to be mothers or like have kids. So that's not, I would say that's not the only issue, but that's that's definitely one aspect of the, the issue that I think that schools and other areas of research can, can make strides on. For sure, yeah. I've been reading a lot about like the lack of role models and then the lack of like, or like fear of being mistreated, but I've never actually like thought about the mother issue, the motherly aspect of that. That's, that's really interesting. Um, so what advice do you have for those girls who are like contemplating going into math and science but aren't sure about it? It, you, you, sh you shouldn't be afraid to go for it. And that it's not always going to be easy. I think that's something that for a long time kind of made me feel a little wary about my choice to go into science. You know, if I didn't immediately understand something or if I got something wrong, um, I would think, oh, maybe I'm not cut out for this, or maybe I shouldn't be doing this and I should be doing something else. Because um, I think it's kind of easy to get the impression, oh, everyone around me like totally knows what they're doing 100% of the time, and I'm the only one who doesn't understand. Um, but in reality, a lot of what science is, is trying to figure out what you don't understand, trying to figure out what we don't know and what we can find out. And so, um, not being afraid to be wrong and 
not being afraid to say when you don't understand something, um, I think has been really important. And it's not something that for some people, that's something that comes easily. For others, like myself, that's not something that happened overnight, but it took many years. And just the more practice you have, the, the easier it gets. Um, and I think that's another piece of advice that it's just, you, you learn, you're, you'll, get, you'll get better at all of these things over time, just with practice. Um, and so you don't need to feel like, oh, tomorrow I just need to be like super confident and speak up all the time. Um, and if I don't do that, like immediately, then I'm like not gonna make it. Cause you don't have to do that. You can work at it a little bit at a time over the course of five years, 10 years, 20 years. <laughs> um, and that's okay. Uh, and a lot of people are, do, are, are working on that every day. Um, and so I, I think it's, yeah, it's possible. For sure. Um, the fear of being wrong that you've talked about, have you noticed it's more like prevalent in girls than boys? And why do you think that is? Yeah, I think, um, I think there definitely is a, a sense that as a woman, you feel maybe more reserved about speaking up if you don't know something or if you don't know the answer for sure. Um, and this is something, you know, I've noticed since all the way back in like middle school and high school, um, where guys in the class feel a lot more comfortable just, you know, kind of giving an answer, even if they're not totally confident in it. And, and I always felt a little more like I, I really had to be a hundred percent sure of the answer. Um, and so therefore I wasn't speaking up as much, um, even if in the end I actually did know the right answer. Um, and I think girls are not encouraged to kind of speak up and put themselves out there and, and are always trying to kind of balance, um, you know, being perceived as, you know, too loud or uh, pushy or whatever, like these negative connotations that like don't often don't get applied to, to boys who have the same, like are doing the same behaviors. Um, and so I think that that's definitely something that's kind of hard to unlearn, right? When you're, when you're told, you know, yeah. you should, you know, be well behaved and, you know, not speak out of turn and, and, you know, be careful not to say anything that's like incorrect. Um, it's, you know, it's definitely something you get in the habit of and you have to kind of unlearn to not be not be as reserved and not be as worried to to speak up um for sure yeah. but it is possible to do that even if it's not always the easiest thing I agree I think I notice it in myself too sometimes if I'm in a discussion in class and then I say something really strong and then at the end I'm like oh like you know you know what I mean like that kind of thing just to like make it seem less strong and then I'm like no like I shouldn't be saying things like that I should be um strong and more confident I think yeah um that's a lesson for a lot of girls. Yeah. And that the, yeah, that it's important to work every day to be more confident in yourself, but you don't need to, it doesn't need to happen. And I always thought, oh, it needs to happen like meet overnight, right? I just need to be more confident and then that'll like solve all my problems. And then I'll be a great scientist if I can just like learn to be confident. And it's, 
it's a process like every day as you learn more and more and you like achieve more and more and you like progress more and more in your field that like confidence naturally builds right you start to say okay i've done all of these things so i must be doing something right so i can i can be a little more confident in myself um, so it doesn't need to, it doesn't need to just happen immediately that you just like decide, oh, I'm like a confident, outspoken person now, because that's, that's not, I would say for me, that's not who I like naturally am. Um, and so for a long time I thought, oh, that means like, I can't be a scientist. But it's like, no, that's something that like you, you, you do learn and you, and it does, your confidence does grow over time just as you become more experienced and feel more comfortable in the field. For sure, yeah. Um, so if you had to make interventions to, I think, I guess like induce that journey of like increasing confidence among girls at like the elementary, middle school level, what interventions would you make? Um, I think, Yeah, so I think there are like <laughs> obviously a lot of different answers to this. So I can just give a few thoughts. Um, I think it probably starts even at like a younger age outside of school, just with how like men and women are still, you know, portrayed in books and TV and movies and stuff. Um, and so just, again, and I think that like, there has been a shift by like continuing to increase representation um, that kids are seeing from a young age and that are kind of like setting this impression that like, oh, these are the types of things that boys do and these are the types of things that girls do um, is really important. Um, and then just, Ha incur encouraging girls to speak up and giving them positive reinforcement to, for doing that, I think is also really important because I feel like they might not either get no, no like affirmation that, or encouragement to, to do those kinds of things or might even like get negative um, like feedback from, if not from teachers then maybe from, from classmates. Um, so having teachers really try to like encourage and, and positively reinforce girls when they speak up or share their opinion and things like that is important. I agree. Um, when you think of female role models in the STEM field, what's the first name that comes to your mind? I have, yeah, so it's, I have a bunch of personal female role models um and they range from i would say like my my first female role models were again these women that i worked with when i was in high school um because they were really the first not only like the first scientist that i had met but really the first female scientist that i had ever met i think a lot of times in school you learn about like a handful of scientists and they're all men right you learn about darwin you learn about newton you learn about watson and crick um and you don't really hear about a lot of the women who are also 
doing this work um, as well. Um, and so, yeah, I think that like some of my own mentors, especially those first mentors were, were some of the most um, like important inspirations for me. I agree, yeah. Like I know in bio this year, um, we were learning about all the scientists and then we learned about Rosalind Franklin and how like she did so much stuff and she was like the one female we learned about and of course her ideas got stolen from her. And I think like that was huge for me. I was like, if I go into the STEM field, will I be like one of few women and then will I be mistreated too? Like, how's that? Yeah, and I think there's all you, exactly what you're saying that, that there's this issue. It's okay, that's nice that they bring up Rosalind Franklin, but it kind of feels like She's kind of just like the, like a symbol. Oh, here's this one woman, and we're gonna throw her in just to show you that like, mm -hmm. there are women, but it's only one, and we're not gonna talk about and like any of the other examples. Um, and so it does kind of feel like because she's the only like she was also the only female scientist that I ever learned about in school, and so it's like okay, so there's like one that they taught, why is, why is there only one that people bring up? Um, and it kind of makes it seem like that's the exception rather than the rule. Um, whereas, you know, in reality, there are obviously a lot, a lot more female scientists. Um, and, um, well, and so trying to highlight more of those examples, I think not only will help um, inspire more people from more diverse backgrounds to wanna go into the STEM field, um, but also just give students a better appreciation for what it's actually like to be a scientist, that it's not just, you know, learning facts in a book, but really many years of figuring things out. Um, yeah. I agree. I think the education system really needs to make it a point to incorporate more women into the curriculum, that kind of thing. Um, I think I already asked something similar to this earlier, but what advice do you have for the people who are maybe like too scared to go into STEM, but want to? Or... Mm -hmm. um, my advice would be just to give it a chance, right? I, I think that, um, I think that anyone is capable of doing science. Um, if you're willing to, you know, work hard and are in, and most importantly, if you're interested in it, then you're probably gonna make a good scientist um, because you're going to have that drive and want to learn more. Um, and so, my advice would be just to give it a shot um, and. At times, it it will be hard, but. Um, there are a lot of like really rewarding moments um, and uh, and you you learn over time and and I think with as with a lot of things you get better with practice um, and so even if it's hard at first um, that's not a reason to to give up um, but probably just means that you're doing something right <laughs> for sure um, do you have any final messages for our listeners? No, I guess just that going into STEM is, I think, a really 
if you are interested in science, going staying in the STEM field and 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 working in the STEM field is can be so fun and so rewarding. Um, so I really encourage people to think about it and give it a shot. Um, you get to um, as as a scientist, you get to ask questions about things that you're interested in. So so fundamental questions about how the world works that interest you. Um, no one tells you, oh, this is the this is the thing that you have to be interested in, or this is the thing that you have to try to figure out. You can figure out for yourself, what am I really interested in? Um, and then spend your time trying to learn more about that thing that interests you, which is really cool. And I think a, not a lot of jobs <laughs> allow you that kind of freedom. Um, and then you also get to learn things that for at least a brief moment in time, you're the only one in the world that knows it. Um, and that's really cool um, to really find something out for the first time um, that maybe no one else knows. Um, and so, yeah. I agree, that's amazing. Um, thank you so much, Miss Grace. I loved your story, it was so inspiring. Thanks.